Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hola, hola, hola. Soy, I am Catalina García Barahona, because in Colombia we use two last names. <laughs> and I was born and raised in Cali, Colombia. Um, I have a band that it's called Monsieur Periné. <laughs> Monsieur Periné. We have been making music uh, for, I don't know, like almost 14 years. We have four albums. Uh, called the first one is called uh, Echo Mano, the second uh, Caja de Música, the third Encanto Tropical, and the newest it's called Bolero Apocalíptico. Allons ensemble nous promener pour goûter la liberté de découvrir notre chemin. here in LA uh, because I'm going to sing with uh, some of my female colleagues that I admire a lot in Un Canto en Resistencia with the Philharmonic Orchestra and Gustavo Dame. Yes. I feel that that I can share what I am and and I love to share it and I do it with this passion that I have inside and we're a huge commitment of of being true to myself for Latin American people being born and raised in in South America and for me in Colombia means to be surrounded all the time by fear and also by resilience mm -hmm and by corruption and also by hope mm. and by violence and also by art mm. well hello again everybody you're tuned in once again to the show on the road, our uh, little musical vacation where we dive into the songs and the works of artists from all around the world. And this week, we are going to Colombia. Or actually, Colombia came to us. I was able to have a very moving conversation with the amazing Catalina Garcia of Monsieur Periné, and their new record, Bolero Apocalyptico, I think really speaks to our times in a disturbingly relevant way. We actually joked during this conversation that maybe we're playing the music at the edge of the Titanic as it's slipping underneath the icy waves, and we don't even know we're on the sinking ship. You can hear in Catalina's voice throughout Bolero Apocalyptico that maybe she doesn't know what her responsibility is at the end of the world. Is it to lift people up, make people smile, make people dance? Or is it to shine a light into the darkness and say, hey... 
Something is wrong here, and we have to stop it before it's too late. And while we may be far away from the teeming streets of Bogota or Cali where Catalina is from, we can understand that modern society has a bit of a split personality. I love what she mentioned earlier in our conversation. We are surrounded by fear and resilience, corruption and yet hope, violence and the art that comes out of the pain that comes from that violence. And of course, artists have no real power to change anything, right? They're just writing songs about what they see. And yet, what did the fool do in each Shakespearean tragedy? They spoke to power. They made people uncomfortable. They made them laugh. They made them sing. And the songs made them remember. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. And a big congrats to Moncia Perrine. They just won the Latin Grammy for Best Alternative Album. Let's dive in with Catalina right now. that I, you know, I kind of fell in love with your music probably at the beginning when in L.A. here the swing revival came back around. Everyone was, you know, going to these clubs wearing, you know, suspenders and, you know, bowler hats like we're back in hats. the 30s, you know. And, you know, in some ways people think that music is is cheesy or it's like, you know, it's like grandpa music or something, mm-hmm. except that grandpas are pretty cool. I, I love my grandpa and I would give I don't know anything to to <laughs> to have it here alive with me he's like he the spirit music? of what I of what I do he he, he used to sing uh. he teach me to love music to to love to express myself to you know I I used to act with him and mm. improvise and I, he's like my guide you know I've being grandpa it's like the coolest thing in the world I think there are no it's like a pretty special gift when you have the chance to have a grandpa or a grandma it's amazing I know I wish my uh, my grandpa was still around that yeah. he, he worked for NASA the space program and, and the government and put basically satellites in the sky that wow. enable GPS for your phones you, you know he's, he's a very smart guy very smart guy um, but he was really into music uh, sort of as like a scientist, he would love to like look at the lyrics and like uh-huh. make notes on them and send them Beautiful. back to me, you know. Um, but you know, this new record feels to me like if we were going into an old musical romance, but that's set on this futuristic mm-hmm. island where climate has deteriorated. Where the climate has deteriorated to the point where we're fighting for our lives, but still sort of in love with the world and each other. But and trying not, to make it's not futuristic. <laughs> we are not living in the future, are you? <laughs> but it feels like it could be like a vision of the future. Almost like uh, of, of like um like um, tomorrow. <laughs> you yes. Yeah, like in that's true. tonight. <laughs> It's already deteriorated. <laughs> I think we are living that moment, you know. That's why we we create this album. I think the apocaly- apocalypse, apocalypse, how do you say it in English? Apocalypse. Apocalypse is now, you know. Yeah. We are living. 
the apocalypse. And, and yeah, definitely there are too many things that don't work anymore. Like the way we used to relate with Earth <laughs> is not the way, you know? Right. So we have to revalue everything. And, and in the meantime, we don't know how to survive to all this... A, I don't know, like chaos and climate change and yeah. everything that we created that is so repressive and, you know, like violence and disconnection, mental illness and, you know, like uh, hunger and I don't know, like everything is so dark. But also, we are alive and we have this gift and to, to wake up every day and to feel gratitude because, you know, you have a, a bed and you could sleep and you have somebody that says, hello, how are you? And touches right. you and makes you feel important and, you know, like value. And, and also, you have your own energy to, I don't know, to change your mood, to appreciate sun and flowers and, you know, your senses then that's poetry that's also beautiful even if it's dark outside well i think you're bringing a sense of romance and humor to almost the end of the world yeah. right like it's like the the band on the titanic who's like you know we're gonna still <laughs> we're still gonna bring a little joy yeah. as we slip underneath the icy water um you know that opening track um yeah, like if you have those nostalgic guitars starting it off, right? And a lot of these songs, it's almost they start lower in volume, it seems like. Like you're almost opening this little peephole. And then when the full band, the orchestra, some of these more heavy, um, almost hip-hop style beats come in, you're like, oh, we are in the here and now. Right, we're not that's, that's back in Grandpa's time. We're singing yes. with people who see clearly what's happening. song I think about loving the earth like it's the person that you're going to be with forever and that relationship is very tense at times I think right? there are no forevers <laughs> yeah so yeah until you die the only forever is now you know that's I think when when you start understanding like the power of being in present time yeah it changes your mind and everything when you see that record opening with that song, what what is the the opening statement for you? Oh my God! Well, the image that I had that I had on mind with this song, it's like everything is so fucked up, and the world is on fire, and you know, like everything is chaotic. And if I have the chance to be alive, then what I want to do is love, you know. Mm. All you need is love. It's already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> recorded. <laughs> and it's so powerful to remind it and to find and, and, and to to connect with people that has that energy that makes you feel, you know, like alive and celebrate that in I don't know how too many ways. It's not the fact you know, it's not just to be happy but 
to be alive and, and, and feel whatever it has to be felt. <laughs> How is your relationship you know, with Santiago musically? How has sí. it evolved from those beginning days? Oh, my God. Because that is like a lifelong relationship Oof, at this point, you know? Imagine, it's been like 15 years since we started. Right. So we have been playing together for 15 years. Right. It, he's like, when, I, when he's not with me and I have to sing, I feel incomplete. Right. And it's crazy because, I don't know, I, I love to, to make music with my friends, not just him. Right. But when I have to play, when I have to sing... I miss him a lot when I, when he's not there because it's like a symbiosis. Mm -hmm. How you say it in English? Mm -hmm. uh, symbiosis. Yeah, it's symbiosis. like almost like a phantom yeah. limb. Like yeah, if it's cut like, off, you can't. Yes, you, you still we are, feel it. We're yeah. like I don't know, like mixed. And I love the way that he approaches to music because he's uh, very curious. He never loses like the necessity to to learn more things to feel and express uh, his freedom about music and spontaneity and mm -hmm. you know like he's he's rare he's like very unique mm -hmm. and this uniqueness way to 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 feel it's what um I cherish the most. Like I, I love to to have this for my my side also. Like I think it's a complementary energy, and yeah, even if we are a lot of times in conflict because he thinks uh, that we should go to this way, and I think better to the other way. I think that conflict makes it more interesting. Because we need to learn how to deal with conflict. Mm. And that's the human base, you know, conflict. When you write a song like uh, Tu y Yo, tu y right, yo. that, you know, in some parts of Latin America maybe is controversial, maybe mm. not. Yeah, we, we had, a, I don't know, like... I mean, same-sex marriage when, is not when legal When we most published places, that probably. song, yeah. there were like 7,000 people that left our Instagram. Really? <laughs> yeah. 7,000. <laughs> I mean, you always assume that people in 2023 are like, all right, look, two people of the oh, same sex, mind. Uh, they're going to love each other, it's okay. Even if they don't say, like, they should get married, the idea that they can fall in love and that be an accepted thing is, oh, you just think that that's there. But especially in these societies that are heavily Catholic, heavily religious, it's still a shame that we can't, like, look at for some reason. And you're writing these songs... Obviously, to tell stories, but you're also a commercial band on a big label now. Mm -hmm. When you present a song like that, is it sort of like, who cares? Or is it, are you like worried that someone's going to judge you when you put something like that out? You know, I am not afraid of being judged because I feel very... I feel that that I can share what I am and and I love to share it. Ahora no sé si esta carta va a darte. No me resulta fácil confesarte. 
que esta flor nos enamoró de otra flor ya no puedo esconderme no quiero sentir miedo quiero entregarme libre bailar entre tus dedos podemos intentarlo no importa lo que digan y si esto no funciona seré siempre tu amiga tú y yo it's a song that we wrote because we met uh, Adinda she was our bass player she came from Holland and she stayed in Colombia with us many years and she became like a sister for us and mm. she was so great she is great because she's still alive and she's great <laughs> we love her so much and she left a huge huella uh, how you say huella like a mark or yes yeah. a huge mark in our hearts And when she left uh, Colombia, and of course the band, uh, she left because she found love. Mm. And she found love uh, in, in her relationship with her best friend. Mm. But she never expected that was, that, that was going to happen in her life. And now they are a family. They have two beautiful children. Mm. And, you know, that was a big lesson because sometimes... You think that your work, you think that, I don't know, like, um, yeah, your work defines you. And it's more important to be committed with, uh, like, the responsibilities that you have in work and whatever. And you lose the spontaneity and you lose the magic of uh, connecting with people, like real people, because of what you are. Right. Not what you have. Right. And that's love. So it was a huge lesson mm -hmm. to let her go and mm. celebrate her life. Mm. And that song is inspired by her story. What did she think about it when she heard it? She was, she was first she thought that I was uh, dedicating the song to her. Like, oh my God, Kata, <laughs> are you serious? Like, do you like me? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my She's God. She's like, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have a girlfriend. <laughs> And I was like, no, Adinda, this is inspired by you. <laughs> and she was crying and she was so happy. And, you know, it's my way to embrace her and all the stories, like powerful, powerful love stories mm. that makes us, uh, makes, you know, like gi give you back your humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it was fascinating to watch your uh, you know basically one of your first songs Nuestra Cancion sort Crazy. of come back around as this uh, you know TikTok dance hit right <laughs> um, you know we all were stuck inside our Uh, little silos during the, the pandemic and we're doing some crazy stuff, you know, including <laughs> dancing like idiots in our driveways. Um, but I think it it showed the sort of sweet side of humanity in a way. Like, you know, you mentioned like you saw grandparents dancing with their grandkids. They don't know you. It's like people all over the world, but it was a way for people to find joy in a dark time, maybe, you know? Um, Did you watch some of those videos and like, was it moving or is it like bizarre? Like, what did it, what did it feel like? For me, it was a huge surprise because Nuestra Canción was released in 2015 and 
it's a big song for our fan base, but we never expected that. Right. You know, we weren't TikTokers. We are not. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so when I started like watching what was happening, I was like, "What? I yeah. never expected that." And I had so much fun watching too many trends, like pet trends, booby trends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like family trends, choreographies, and right. and empowerment trends, and I don't know, like everything, like huge celebrities in the world, and like people from I don't know how many cultures, like translating the song in different languages, and you know, any of them know who I am. They don't know my face. They yeah. don't know, you know, like, oh, this Monsieur Perine star. No, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, and that's what I enjoy the most. You know, like, wow, it, the song is very powerful. It's not just, you know, like a marketing plan of right. anybody. <laughs> ultimate lottery ticket that you find accidentally sometimes um it's funny because when i first started listening to you monsieur perrin i was like oh i thought it was like an old french swing band <laughs> from the 30s you know like an old like one of those old uh dude you know band of old men in, in the back of the you know with the cool like lady singer you know and, and i know you mentioned you know in some interview that if we added monsieur and make us seem like elegant yeah, or something yeah. you know like yeah. like, like let's, let's play with with uh, the mind of people you know like there is this is a per, is there a persona is there there a, an course, aura that you put personas. on <laughs> like when you step into this band when you go on to the stage at Disney Hall tomorrow night is there a certain switch that you turn on always it's like uh, super heroine you know it's like When, when you go on stage, it's a place, like a ritual place. Then your energy and all of yourself, it's open to an expansive um, sensation. Mm. And of course, there are many things that uh, connect who I am and tells the story. Uh, but... Yeah, Monsieur Perinade was also a name that we create to mock. Mm -hmm. uh, like this Pope kind fun. of this kind of attitude, like um como se dice? Esta actitude, snob, like yeah. snob attitude that you know, people think that being a cultural accepted in Europe it's better than you know being right. your own and impression roots and 
it was a little bit uh, a, a joke for us, and, right. you know, because perinate's a word in Spanish, it's mm. not a word in French. So we create this this personaje uh, that looks like French, but it's not. Everyone and everyone and everybody has a perine. So go ahead and look for your perine, your own perine. Where is it? Well, when those people who maybe think you're just a, an old jazz band or something hear no. cumbia valiente, you know, with uh, with Anna. We don't like yeah. to define music in. It's a completely one. different direction, right? Yeah, but everything. it feels totally you. You know, it's it, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But you have that more Afro-Colombian dance cumbia beat going with that. Um, does that song feel sort of more like who you are, or is it all just sort of part of the mosaic? Yes, I think all the music that I do and that we do, it's who we are. Yeah. It's part of who we are. Everything is connected. And of course, I'm Colombian, and you know, I was born in Cali, but I am from this earth. And I have the chance to celebrate it through music and to to start like asking and you know like finding what it is to be born in this planet so diverse and you know I think that's powerful. Prefiero luchar y morirme de pie Para que callen las armas Para que llueva café Para que vuelen las aves Yo cantaré When you're singing in that song, the Cumbia Valiente, you know, you're asking for mm-hmm. a different type, type of freedom, like a whole, full freedom. Like, what do you, what do you really mean by that? Cumbia Valiente. Yeah. I think cumbia, as a kind of a seed, I think cumbia has, you know, like, it's like a seed that has been planted in our DNA all around Latin America, from north of Mexico to south of Argentina. We celebrate what we are through the cumbia, and it's music for the, from the people, for people, everywhere like it doesn't matter where you live or who you are when you hear a cumbia you recognize yourself mm. as corn you know as maize for us that has been our main uh, alimento that we share all around the continent cumbia has also this power of resilience and Ha- to connect our stories and so it was 2020 during pandemia in Colombia and different countries in in South America we were we were experiencing really rough political social uh, times a lot of repression a lot of corruption as always but you know it was very hard to to be you know like going through a pandemia and having to struggle so much just to have something to eat and you know like um, everyone was on the street and inspired also by 
what was going on in Chile and Argentina, many artists in Colombia we decided to to create a safe a safe space for people on streets to to express themselves to protest. You know, there was a lot of persecution, like political persecution, because of that for many artists in different uh, anywhere in Colombia. So I was feeling very frustrated anger and fear and the only way to heal and uh, keep you know like alive the message was to create a song for me it's my way so it's a statement of resilience and also a celebration because we have voices mm -hmm. and whenever you learn that you have a voice then you make You 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 gotta use it. You yeah, you gotta use it. Yeah. Well, I'm super glad that you're here. Uh, you know, Disney Hall I think is one of the most oh transcendent oh places God. to play music so in the world happy. right now. So that'll be a magical yeah. uh, night. The last question I'll ask you before we go is of all the shows you've played, <laughs> is there a moment where you're like, if there is heaven, this oh is it? God. I think many, I think many of them, and I hope tomorrow is going to be one of them. Because, Give me your you number know, one rock star moment. Number one rock star moment. Oh no! <laughs> I this this is like the kind of question that I get blocked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I enjoy so much being on stage. Like if you could play one venue before you die. Too many, but I remember, for example, one image that just came to my head was one here in Santa Monica Pier, mm. and it was really special because it was the sunset, and I love sunset, and it was in front of the sea. Mm. So, oh my God, it's like, you know, it's it's absolutely magical. Life is so meaningful when you are connected to, you know, like. <laughs> to earth <laughs> I know I miss and those watching concerts people so happy they haven't brought those concerts like back in, since the, the pandemic over the sand and dancing and the sun and sunset and it was beautiful so it's like what what, what else what else do you need <laughs> correct answer <laughs> yeah that my band opened for trombone shorty down there Great. years ago and it was just like I live five minutes from there, so it's probably not as, like, I shouldn't be that excited. I go to the pier all the time. But it was yeah. just like, yeah, this is great. Yes. Can we do this all the time? You are connected. <laughs> Let's do this all the time. Yeah. Well, uh, have a great show tomorrow. Thank you. And uh, congrats on the new record. And uh, can't wait to see what you come up with next. Great. Thank you. All right. Big thanks once again to Catalina Garcia of Monsieur Perine for uh, diving through their work with me. And uh, big thanks to uh, Sony Latin also for uh, introducing me to her. And uh, man, they just won the Latin Grammy. So you got to listen to this record, Bolero Apocalyptico. It is truly wondrous. And uh, go see them live 
I'm sorry you missed her appearance at Disney Hall, but maybe they'll be back. Who knows? If you love Spanish language music as much as I do, please dive into our previous episode, my talk with Ile, who's an amazing star from Puerto Rico, and my talk with Silvana Estrada, the rising star out of Veracruz, Mexico. If you're wildly curious about what my band Dust Bowl Revival is up to, because of course you are, uh, we'll be heading down to Solana Beach near San Diego to play our first headlining set at Belly Up. Please check that out December 7th, and then we'll be heading to Tucson and Phoenix the 8th and 9th, and we'll be heading up to Northern California to play Almost Famous Wine in Livermore and the big show December 15th here in L.A. at Venice West. Please check it out, dustbowlrevival.com. As always, the show on the road is written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Z Lupitan, and we are part of the Mighty Osiris Podcast Network. 7 a.m. on Saturday, you can listen to my radio show, the Sway Out West Radio Hour on 88.5 The SoCal Sound here in L.A., or you can listen online anywhere in the world. It's really fun. Uh, I bring in a lot of this music and music that I'm discovering every week in the universe. It just feels good to play music on the old-school radio airwaves. Okay, I'm going to sign off there. Stay safe, stay creative, and we'll see you very soon on the trail. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. 